Hey everyone out there, welcome to Redevelop That. I'm your host, Derek Allen. Let's take a moment, sit down, and discuss all things redevelopment in the city of Henderson. Three, two, one. back to redevelop that here with Derek and Tiffany with the city's redevelopment agency. Thanks for joining us again for another wonderful episode we have for you today. Um, we had the opportunity to sit down with uh, Phil Luna with the <clears throat> Macaw School of Mines. And if you're asking yourself, what is the Macaw School of Mines? Well, Phil's going to tell you all about it uh, in our interview today. But uh, the Macaw School of Mines is located actually here in downtown Henderson. And it's a cool, uh, a cool museum uh, space that is here to teach you all about mining, the mining process. And I promise I, I won't go on too much longer because I told you <laughs> Phil, would, Phil would take care of it. You're going to give away all of Phil's secrets and surprises about it's the mining all, experience. I'll leave the rest of it for Phil to, to describe what, uh, what they're all about. But uh, real quick, you know, Tiffany, what's going on here in downtown Henderson? Well, with the great weather that's upon us, Derek, we have a busy schedule ahead of events. If you're ever curious what's going on downtown, you can always look at watershreetdistrict.com forward slash events. And um, just a little snippet, we have a, well, every Thursday is the farmer's market at Proctor Park in front of our justice facility on Water Street. And then next week we have our first VGK watch party of the season in the Water Street Plaza. And November 5th, we have an event sponsored by our businesses downtown by the owner of Chinitas. It's going to be a margarita festival on a portion of Water Street that will be closed off. That sounds exciting. There's a lot going on. A lot right going here. on. Come on down. And yeah, the, the watch parties are way fun. Uh, they have on the big screen on the side of the uh, Lifeguard Arena. So yeah, come down and... Uh, Take advantage of that opportunity to be together together and have a good afternoon watching some hockey outside. And yeah, those uh, Chinitas, if you haven't been to that restaurant, that is a she's got a good menu there. And a different uh, take on Mexican fusion, Mexican Asian fusion. So it's a, a good, uh, got a good menu. Check it out. Well, awesome. Uh, we'll go ahead now. We'll turn to, to Phil and let's uh, take a minute and hear what he's got to say about the Macaw School of Mines. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, welcome back to Redevelop That. With I'm here with Derek, and today we have the great opportunity to be at the Macaw School of Mines here in downtown Henderson. I don't know how many of you knew there's actually a, a mine down here, right? Uh, and we're actually here with Phil Luna. He's the executive director of the Macaw School of Mines. Welcome, Phil. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So we're, uh, we reached out to Phil and his group and wanted to come over and uh, take a look at what the Macaw School of Mines is. What is the mine? I mean, what is, you know, what is your guys' goal here? What's your, what's your mission down here? On Well, the mine experience here at Macaw School of Mines is a field trip destination. It's really a family-friendly destination for people to come and learn, learn about the mining industry and the importance of minerals in our lives and we have a visitor center down here and a lot of exhibits for people to see but uh, really our gem here is our simulated underground gold mine it's the only one 
that there is in the state, and um, it's really quite a thing to see. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, we were talking a little bit before uh, before we got on here that uh, you know I grew up here and I was born and raised here in Southern Nevada, and I didn't realize how big of you know we how big of mining really is to the state, and you know where you know what it has produced and what type of impact it's had on our and had on our great state. And so, you know, it's... Yeah, the mining industry uh, it provides a little over $11 billion in economic activity. And that makes it about the 12th largest industry in our state. So it's, it really is something that's important to our state. Uh, it accounts for about 37,000 jobs. And uh, so a lot of people are involved in the mining industry here. A lot of people you may not realize. Um, but uh, what you probably even more don't realize is how much minerals play in our everyday lives. I mean, we couldn't have our cell phones without minerals. Even the toothpaste that you probably used this morning had five or six minerals in it. You, you're brushing with rocks right. every day, and you didn't even realize it. <laughs> There's a reason my, t- my teeth shine, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, that's, uh, I've had family that lived in northern Nevada, and I know the, the gold mines and silver mines, and you know, those are uh, huge industries up in there, and there are a uh, huge impact on towns like Elko, Nevada, and some of those other uh, uh, smaller towns all across uh, northern Nevada. And so you know, sometimes that's, that impact we don't see here in the southern Nevada uh, part of the state and so it's yeah it's a it's a huge industry and a huge impact to to our economy and to our wonderful state so it's it's awesome to have a, a facility like this I you know I've seen the, the the mine here for a number of years but I've never taken the opportunity to, to be here and uh, to experience you know the you know the educational aspect of what you guys provide well you're a lot like uh, a lot of people I talk to I tell people all the time we are the best kept secret that's had over a hundred thousand visitors <laughs> that's amazing that's a that's a good turnout though that's a good uh, I'm sure you guys would love to have a lot more though well be. yeah we're we're uh, growing all the time but we were started way back in um, the early 90s the Superintendent of schools for Clark County School District at that time was challenging the schools to build something that was field trip worthy. It was becoming so expensive for schools to take their kids on field trips. And so um, at the time, he was challenging principals around our, our county to build something and allow the schools to come free of charge. And so the school next door to us, Gordon McCaw Steam Academy, uh, back then, Gordon McCaw Elementary had a principal named Janet Dobry, and she got the idea, along with some of the teachers, to build a simulated mine. And so they got uh, then Governor Miller's wife, Sandy Miller, involved, and she got behind the project and a lot of local companies, and they raised a bunch of money, and and they built this uh, this place that we have here. We opened back in 1996. And it was originally just for field trips for Clark County School District. And then other schools began to come as well outside of, of the school district. And, and now when I took over um, almost six years ago as executive director, we started opening up for the general public as well. And so on the first Saturday of every month, we allow the public to come in. And that's why I say we're a, we're a hidden gem here. We're the best kept secret because so many people didn't realize that all this time we've been having, uh, especially students, come here mm-hmm. and, 
and get exposed to STEM subjects and, and mining. Well, and especially here in Henderson, I mean, just with Henderson's history of, you know, back being started in the, you know, back in the 40s and even the 30s, you know, with the, the, the development and the creation of the Hoover Dam and being a, a place for the miners to, to live and then also then being having our own mining processes during World War II that uh, really put us on the map of uh, be, uh, mining out at Three Kids Mine. Uh, that and then having that all processed down at the plants has definitely, you know, solidified Henderson as the city that we are today. It was where we started, and so to have a, a place like this here in our in our community to to highlight kind of our even our history here in Henderson is is exciting. And so that's a yeah yeah. Most people think of mining as basically um, up north, and a lot of the mines are up north, especially for the silver and gold. But we do have mines around here as well, and most of those mines are more for building materials. Mm-hmm. And um, they're very important to, to the economy down here as well. Southern Nevada isn't really thought of too much for mining, but we're trying to change that. That's one of the, uh, one of the main reasons that we're here is um, you know, to, to give the public a, a good uh, view of what the mining industry is like. It's not like your, your grandparents' mining industry, <laughs> so to speak. Right. But uh, the mining industry today is very different. It's very involved in our lives. It's very, uh, it's very conscious of the environment. And um, it's just a very different kind of a, uh, the, the organizations that are involved in mining today are, um, are a very different group. And so we're trying to spread that word as well and show them, uh, show the public that that mining industry um, is important, even though down here in Southern Nevada, we don't think about mining mm-hmm. that much. Uh, it's just as important here. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you don't realize how much, you know, mining or and or uh, quarry type work is going on or all around the valley in some form or fashion. I, I know growing up on the west side of Las Vegas, there was a, a large uh, open pit uh, mining process that uh, I think still continues today, but... Um, it's an interesting one. I was grimacing a little because I'm an East Coast or an East Side boy. Oh. <laughs> I grew up on the East Side. I was born and raised here as well. <laughs> well, you know, we came from you know, back in those days. Vegas was not that big, so uh, didn't have to go too far to be from the West Side or East Side. That's right. It's uh, definitely a lot different these days, um, but. So, so now your background is not necessarily in mining, is that correct? No, my background is in nonprofits. Okay. And so when I came in uh, about six years ago uh, to, to help out with this nonprofit here, I had to learn a lot of things about the mining industry. And so I'm just like the people that come and, and visit here and, and learn. I'm learning all the time as well. And um, I'm, I'm just always surprised at, at the things that I'm learning here um, at the mine experience. We have a saying around here that if it can't be grown, it must be mined. <laughs> and so when you really think about all the things that we have in our life, uh, without the mining industry, there's so many things that we, we wouldn't even have. I'm so glad we have antiperspirant. And right. <laughs> we couldn't have it without mining. Some type of uh, <laughs> mineral coming out of the ground is uh, super, super important. It is. It is. And, you know, the other aspect of what we do here that is is equally or even more important is the education side of it. You know, we were developed to uh, to be a place for the students of our 
our county to be able to come and, and get exposed to STEM subjects, things that maybe they couldn't get in their schools. A lot of the schools that come here are, uh, you know, what we would term at risk. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great opportunity for them to come and, and uh, enhance the education that they're getting at their school and, and be exposed some, to some concepts and things that, um, that they might not be able to get at their school. And so that's a really important um, piece for us is to provide you know, low cost or in many cases free field trips to the schools of our community. Well, and absolutely. I mean, they, as you mentioned, that you know the idea to expose kids to as mi- you know as many opportunities for them to find a field that they might be interested in, and you know, without a facility like this, they would probably never even think about or even be aware of the idea of hey, mining. I could be you know, I could be a geologist. I could be you know some type of um, science-based. A uh, person that is involved in this mi- in the mining processes throughout the you know whether it's the exploration the you know looking for or finding what the you know what's needed throughout there I I have a few friends that are engineers that that they got into gold exploration and looking and you know trying to find the um, the veins those big veins for uh, for companies to go out and and uh, do some exploration mining and uh, but. You know, to have that type of exposure uh, to to our youth is is a invaluable um, ability, you know, process that we have and resource that you guys provide. So that's a, you know, that's great that you're here. And so, yeah, that's inside our uh, simulated underground gold mine. We have a number of different rooms, and one of them is our careers and mining room. And in that careers and mining room, uh, we. We focus mainly on women in mining mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't realize all the opportunities for women that there are in the mining industry. But uh, just the breadth of jobs really uh, surprised me as I learned uh, how many opportunities there are in the mining industry that most people don't realize and how much that industry pays. They yeah. really pay well. Yeah. And they have jobs, you know, traditional jobs that you might think of with mining and drilling and and um, hauling in all of those type of things, but even drone operators and uh, a lot of things in the IT area and human resources and all of these other areas that uh, you need to run businesses are all available in the mining industry as well. It's very high tech these days, Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of technical jobs that people wouldn't think of, very exciting things. Well, and you mentioned a little bit on the environmental side of it also that you know, how far we've come in, in terms of uh, making mining a, a clean industry that, you know, a lot of times people think of mines and old mines that were uh, where you had tailing ponds and just uh, big, you know, big tailing, big ponds of uh, goo that's just kind of out there drying um, and not environmentally friendly. But uh, that's not the case today that, you know, through the technology that, you know, advancements that, have been made in the mining process that has come a long ways to to make the overall process much cleaner and much more environmentally friendly. Yes, it, you if you looked at the the mining operations of you know yesterday, uh, much different than today. They are they are very much involved in uh, the green initiatives and. You know, really, reclamation is a huge part of what they do. When they come into an area, uh, they are very um, they are very concerned with when they leave, making sure it's as good or better than when they came in. 
And uh, that's not just the ground itself, but even with the vegetation and, and the livestock. And, you know, the other piece is, is even working with the indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's all very important. And the, and the mining companies have, you know, whole groups of staff that are dedicated to making sure that they are environmentally sound and that they're working with the indigenous people and making sure that, um, that, that they're providing a product that people can be proud of. No, that's amazing to be able to, to have the, that ability and the, the consciousness to, to realize that we're not just taking from the land. You know, we want to be good stewards of the land and uh, not, not just strip it and leave it, but uh, try to leave it better than we found it. And so that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So then, and they'd be able to, to share the, that knowledge here with, uh, with our students and uh, residents here in Southern Nevada is pretty Pretty amazing. So you guys have some activities coming up. Is that right? Well, we've always got something that's going on. We just got done with our, our annual gala, which was a great time. But we uh, it's never a dull moment around <laughs> here. We have coming up every October our Haunted Mine. And uh, we decorate the place for Halloween. And we open up uh, uh, this year, October 28th, 29th, and 30th. Three okay. nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, starting at 6 p.m. And uh, we actually open up free to the public for them to come. It's really designed for families to be able to come, give especially their little ones time to walk around, play some games, get some, you know, get some candy and uh, see the, um, the mine decorated up for the holidays. So uh, it's, it's really a fun time. We do this every year. And nothing like a scary mind. Uh... To set off the the holidays, right? No, it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> lot of this fun. this place, I know that it might sound. Uh, sometimes you might think, well, that sounds a little bit dry to come and learn about mining, but it really is a fun place. It is a family friendly place to come, and um, you know we're a place where where you can explore and you can. Uh, uh, discover new things. It, it doesn't have to be just about education, right. but it's actually uh, something that's that's really a lot of fun to come and do. And and I, I tell people we're part museum and uh, and part kind of a, a amusement right. location. So yeah. in fact, our simulated underground gold mine, when it was designed, one of the people that helped design it was the one who did the Indiana Jones ride down at oh. Disneyland. Nice. And so when you go in there, if you've been to the Indiana Jones ride down there you'll you'll recognize some of the similarities <laughs> that's pretty fun that's exciting to, that's a fun ride so i have to go take a look one of these times so that's a that's cool to be able to get that type of talent here to to make uh create that they had a lot of great people that uh that really put a lot of blood sweat and tears into this and and uh you know if it if it wasn't for the vision that um that Ms. Dobry had back then, you know, we wouldn't be here today. And what's great is she's still on our board today uh, for our nonprofit. And so uh, we, we really are thankful for, for her leadership back then and even still today. Well, that's a legacy that's uh, continued on. So that's uh, well, hopefully that she keeps that and the rest of your, uh, rest of your board is, sounds like is well involved and engaged in uh, ensuring this is a, a resource that continues on into the future. So that's, uh, we're excited to to have you guys here and uh, keep you guys here that's a good time but so kind of like a, a, at the end of my uh, 
conversations, I always like to kind of ask, what you know, what are the things do you like to do personally on a, when you're not working at the mine? What do I like to do? Well, yeah. I'm an avid tennis player. Are you? Okay. And so um, when I was when I was young, I played a lot of tennis. I played high school tennis. And uh, when I graduated high school, I was so intent on starting a family and a career and going to, to college that I put it down. And I just picked it back up a few <laughs> nice. months back after a 40-year layoff. Ooh, wow. And uh, But I've been back playing tennis, and, and uh, that's, that's really... Um, really kind of my outside of here that's my passion is is playing tennis that's fun that's a good one there's a it's one of those uh, sports that you just keep on going and of course now a lot of people seem to be transitioning to pickleball so that's yeah that's what they say for us old-time tennis players we uh we haven't given in necessarily to that but uh you're not there yet huh? <laughs> well one of these days maybe I can't speak much. I'm not uh, much of that. Uh, <laughs> I like table. I like ping pong, but I do too. I, I do uh, too. I haven't gotten into the, the pickleball yet, but my wife tries her best. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Phil, for coming on and being uh, being on our podcast. We really uh, have loved being here and uh, meeting with you and hearing your story uh, about the mine experience. And we uh, we hopefully those out there listening uh, take an opportunity to come down here and check it out. Uh, again, they have the the haunted uh, haunted mine experience on October twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, right? So we invite you all to to come out and experience uh, experience the mine during the the holidays here, and uh, and uh, otherwise take a take an opportunity to come out during the day. And so when are you guys? I guess maybe ask when are you guys normally open, or do you guys have a kind of a normal? We have um, we have field trips that come during the week, of course, during school hours. And then we are open to the general public on the first Saturday of every month from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. Okay. So that's that's what we normally are. We've always got special events and things going on. So the best way to find out about that is either go to our social media on Facebook for The Mine Experience or visit our website, which is themineexperience.org. And you can get all of that information about upcoming events and, and really what we're all about. We love being in Henderson, and we really appreciate the redevelopment agency and all that you're doing here. And, and uh, uh, we just think it's exciting to see all the things that are happening down here in Henderson. Well, we're doing our, we're working hard to bring more visitors into the area. So we'll, we'll make sure a few of them make it over your way to, to check out this cool, uh, cool place. That'd be great. So, well, thanks, Phil, and really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Welcome back from that wonderful interview with Phil. We are grateful for the opportunity to sit down with him and learn a little bit more about the McCaw School of Mines. I had no idea that uh, we had such a valuable resource right in our middle of our community. Uh, uh, Tiffany and I were actually talking that uh, we felt a little bit embarrassed. I've never actually been there, uh, been inside the mine, but uh, for a long time, I always thought it was open for uh, schools only, but uh, we found out, as you heard, that they're open on the first Saturdays of each, each month to the public. So we invite you to come on out, check it out, and see the, the cool uh, uh, equipment they have and some of the <coughs> educational and information and resources that are available to learn about mining in Nevada. You, you know, sometimes here in Southern Nevada, we don't realize how big of an impact mining has had on on our on Nevada, even though we are called the Silver State, and um, but that's because a lot of that mining is takes place in uh, up north, in northern Nevada. So we're we're grateful to have resources like this here in southern Nevada to to teach us a little bit about that 
um, that process. It's a really cool little hidden gem we found downtown, and I hope you guys will all check it out. Um, interesting tidbit we learned from Phil today is that their simulated underground mine, gold mine experience, was partially developed by the person who developed Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Yeah, we have all sorts of. We gotta get back and check that out. And then back to Disneyland or back to <laughs> back to the, the mine. mine. <laughs> gotta go experience the mine when we're not interviewing Phil. We gotta make sure we can. We better go check out both areas so we <laughs> we can see uh, compare and see how they match up to each other. And then this weekend, the family should all stop by October 28th, 29th, and 30th. It will be opening at 6 p.m. for the Haunted Mine and Trick-or-Treating. Yeah, it'll be really exciting to come out and check it all lit up for the for halloween event. And uh, we thought it would be scary, but Phil, as you heard, Phil uh, reassured us it's not really that scary. So just come check it out. It's good for all ages. Yep. Well, thanks again for tuning in on this wonderful episode uh, to learn more about uh, what's going on here in redevelopment, uh, the redevelopment world. Uh, we're grateful for you tuning in. And again, if you are interested in uh, potentially wanting to be on the show and uh, have us come out and visit with you, please uh, shoot me an email. Again, my email is Allen at cityofhenderson.com. That's Derek, D-E-R-E-K dot Allen, A-L-L-E-N at cityofhenderson.com. And you can always find uh, all of our episodes that uh, we have recorded on our website at cityofhenderson.com slash redevelopment and go to redevelop that podcast and you can check out all of our previous episodes and for this. And so, and if you're interested in finding more out about the mines, you can go to macawmines.org. And also if you are a teacher or know any teachers, they can sign up and take their classroom on free field trips to the mine through the website as well or through contacting Phil. Yep. This is a great a great asset and great resource for schools to, to get in there and check out some, a lot of different, uh, as we talked about in the interview, all the different uh, jobs and opportunities for new for kids to learn about uh, various fields that they could get involved in. So yeah, check that out and uh, get your class out there. It'll be fun. Well, cool. Well, thanks again for tuning in, and we look forward to next our next episode. We got a, a couple of good uh, businesses that we've had this opportunity to sit down with uh, the owners and uh, businesses that are located in our launch pad uh, facility here on Water Street. And uh, so these are some new up-and-coming businesses that are they're getting off the ground and getting started. So we'll look forward to to get their episodes up and uh, for you here real shortly. So check, check back soon and we look forward to, to hear from you and talk to you later.